0: Time for another Lawyer Talk legal breakdown Uh, coming at these pretty quickly uh, this week because of the written house trial. Today we're doing a breakdown of opening statements. That's right, we're going to talk about what an opening statement is, what it is not, how we use it as trial lawyers, and uh, what what really you can expect if not only if you're watching a TV show, whether that's good or whether that's accurate or inaccurate, or whether you're watching something like the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, you'll get an understanding of what's really going on, what the lawyers are thinking, and what the rules of play are. So, Let's get right to it. An opening statement. Now here's the law school version of an opening statement. Ladies and gentlemen, I represent the accused John Doe and I am his attorney today. I am here to give you my opening statement. Opening statements are not evidence. Opening statements are like a roadmap and a roadmap designed to tell you where the trial is gonna go, yada, 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 blah, 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 And I can tell you right now, if you go up and deliver an opening statement like that, by the time you finish that uh, two minute little intro, uh, you've lost everybody, you've just told them Don't listen to me because I'm not telling you anything that's going to be evidence. And uh, I'm telling you something that might happen in the future. It's all nonsense. Um, Now, that's the law school way. The real way for opening statements um, are a really valuable tool. So the voir dire, as we talked about, uh, the jury selection process is the first time we get to talk to the jurors. And then opening statement is the second time. Now, every time we stand in front or we go to court and uh, have a jury trial, Everything we do is designed to argue, advocate, and uh, push our clients' interests forward to assert our defense to the case, our themes of the trial, what we're trying to do. And make no mistakes, every trial has a theme. Uh, You don't have to call it that. You don't have to tell the jury that it has a theme, but every trial has a theme. The Rittenhouse trial, the theme in the big picture is self-defense, but there's probably more nuanced themes within that. It's like a play. It's like a movie. It's like a story. It's like uh, anything else that would captivate you and get your attention uh, and interest. We have to deliver our theme, our story in the context of an opening statement that sometimes is limited to just 10, 15, 20 minutes. I rarely like to go beyond 20 minutes in an opening statement because, let's face it, I'm boring. Nobody wants to listen to me talk except here on Lawyer Talk, Legal Breakdown, and the other podcast. But yeah, you're going to lose the juror's attention if you drag on and on and on. You've got an opportunity um, at the outset to make your point, to get out in front of the jury and convince them or at least educate them on what your theme of the case is. And I do not do that by telling them initially that don't listen to me because everything I say isn't evidence. Quite the opposite. I start talking to them like they are people, like I am telling them the story of what happened in the case, like I'm telling them uh, where uh, what what really is going on. I, I, am, I am the authority in the courtroom explaining the case to them from my perspective. And the, the less that seems like it's um, forced or scripted or – Otherwise, uh, insincere, in the better. You want to be sincere. You want to treat the jurors in opening statement like, like uh, you, they're, they're with you on this journey. Um, there's a lot of lawyers who are condescending. There's a lot of lawyers who are standoffish. There's a lot of lawyers who uh, just don't know how to do an opening statement. Now, from our perspective, breaking this down, when you're watching a, a, a trial like Rittenhouse Listen to what the, the the lawyers are saying. You know, they're telling the story of the case, hopefully effectively, um, and they're explaining what's going to happen. You might hear one side or the other object because there's some rules in opening statements. Um, now, I, some people call them opening opening arguments. In theory, you're not allowed to argue, and that's the first rule of opening statements. You're not allowed to argue. Well, I mean, that's a real fine line, or maybe even a fuzzy line, I suppose, on what is argument and what is not. We're allowed to state facts that we anticipate will be presented. Either we will present them, or the state will present them, or they will come out in one way or another at the trial. And if I have a reasonable expectation that certain facts are going to come out, well, then I get to talk about them. I'm not allowed to argue. But if I string together a bunch of facts that lead to an obvious conclusion, without arguing it, well, maybe I'm arguing and maybe I'm not, but that is the art of an opening statement. Now, lawyers will often talk about what the law is, and in the Rittenhouse case, they're talking a lot about the law of self-defense. Now, we can explain what the law is. We can uh, tell them what we anticipate the judge will instruct them that the law is, but here's the, here's the thing. The judge is the authority on the law, not the lawyers. So often you'll hear an objection in the middle of opening statements, or I've even been cut off by a judge who says, Counselor, I tell the jurors what the law is, not you. Um, If I get an objection like that or interrupted, I would simply say, You know what? The judge is absolutely correct. This judge is going to tell you what the law is, and here's what I anticipate the judge is going to say. And and then it doesn't come from me. I'm just anticipating what the judge will say. And and with respect to arguments and versus facts, I often, the, the catchphrase would be the evidence will show. I anticipate that the evidence will show. Now, I don't like to use those kind of parenthetical things in an opening statement. You know, if you ever read a novel, um, if you ever watched a movie uh, where, let's just start with a novel. Nobody says in a novel as you're reading it uh, the evidence will show the following in my novel. It doesn't work that way. Uh, so you try. I try to avoid those parentheticals. It gets in the way of your story. And it, the best opening statements in movies, uh, you know, they don't talk like that. Uh, and certainly they wouldn't, a lot of those would be totally improper in the real world. But somewhere in between the, the reality lies where you can tell your story, you can make it an argument or advocation on behalf of your client without violating the rules or at least not making it obvious that you're violating the rules. Not that we would ever do that as trial lawyers. Um, now, the opening statement, it, again, it's your first opportunity to influence the jurors. And that's why these lawyers are going to try to capture, at least the, the good ones will try to capture and deliver the high points. So I always I always figure if I, can, if I can get these jurors to remember one or two, maybe three things, or even just my one main theme of the case in opening statements, well, then I've done something. Um, I, I think if, it's so many people make the mistake of trying to cram in facts, details, uh, minutia into opening statements. Uh, and guess what? Nobody's going to remember it. Nobody's going to pay attention. And uh, you know, I have, I have ADHD. I've suffered from it my whole life. And my eyes start to glaze over, and pretty soon I'm thinking about like, oh, it's almost deer season. I could be in a tree stand right now. And what am I doing? Oh, wait a minute. What's this lawyer saying? What did he say? I forget all about. You know, you can get the point really quickly that. Uh, you got to make it interesting. You got to make it simple, sort of like *Legal Breakdown*. If you try to make it complicated, nobody understands it, and if you don't understand it, you don't pay attention. So maybe next time you see an opening statement on TV in a movie, uh, read about it in a book, or maybe even in real life as you're watching one of these big uh, show trials on on the network television, you'll have a better understanding of what an opening statement is, what an opening statement isn't, what the lawyers are allowed to do, and what they're not allowed to do. Why? A prosecutor, a defense lawyer might object and uh, why the judge may interrupt. And so we conclude yet another legal breakdown, this time on opening statements. Uh, Stay tuned for lots more legal breakdowns where we take complicated stuff and make them simple and almost everything can be made simple. So this has been lawyer talk off the record, on the air, breaking it down legal style, at least until now.